Make a Music, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on the songwriting process. I'm Laura Catherine Gilbert. I'm Brian David Gilbert. And I'm Karen Hahn. I wanted to start soothing. I wanted okay. to start this special episode with the, the term that we are actually going to be writing a music about today in a very calm, soothed way. People on the internet, they like this. People on the internet like ASMR in, in a powerful way that I don't fully understand, but I guess that's just because I don't have the ASMR tingles yeah, that, I that I don't make think up I do the either. other people. Yeah, it's never happened for me. I've, I've definitely like watched a few ASMR videos and I'm like, I, I in on a very like theoretical level, I understand it where it's like just no, white noise kind of. Yeah, totally. And, but like themed white noise usually, but just not something that, that really gets me going. It's not, it's, I think, yeah, you have to be, I have had the, I have had the, the ASMR feeling but never f- because someone has crunched on a pickle oh. or whatever you know mm-hmm. what is yes. what is the asmr feeling the asmr is like the the tingles on the back of your neck like when sometimes like i'll say the the experience that has happened for me is when there's like a perfectly poignant piece of music like during like a, a movie or something and it just like hits and you're like oh wow god that's so mm. good that's when i feel it but i've but again when when people chew on ice not an experience <laughs> <that I get>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah listening to people chew on anything is not pleasant for me i would say maybe a pet peeve of mine yeah i, mm. I get that so right off the bat, we won't put that in our music mm-hmm. today. Yeah. That's a, uh. if if that's what soothes you, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to this listen is a to another no podcast. ASMR podcast. Yeah. Um, um, but I I will explain a little bit. The reason that I uh, wanted to do soothing this week, this was a me suggestion, mm-hmm. um, was because my one of my friends, uh, David, has a sweet little baby who so little baby. music helps soothe him. Sometimes is what I understand. Nice. And so we're dedicating a song to the sweet little baby to love help him not cry sometimes. Yeah. He's a fr- oh. he's a he's a fresh baby. Too. He's the cutest baby I've ever seen. He is extremely cute, like oh, a wow. like a little <laughs> sweet elf yeah. child. Oh. He's got the cutest little ears that stick out. He's just an unspeakably cute baby. Very very cute. Yeah. It's good to have that in mind. I have that, a song Hang with on, a purpose. Laura, I'll show right you off a the... picture of what this baby. Yeah, I would really. Like. I would, I would like to see. see. Oh, I guess yeah. I could just, I was going to hold it up to my webcam again, but I could just send it to <laughs> just, the text you group just chat. Text it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah What's yeah. good also is that um, I'll try to describe to to the, our audience who can't see this photo. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to imagine a baby. And that's about okay. it. I think, I feel like you could probably imagine, I feel like most babies are pretty cute. So like, you, you're just going to have to imagine in your mind's eye, a baby that you personally love and cherish mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. And if you don't love babies... Don't then imagine that. Then think of that. a nice plum. A, a beautiful little plum. <laughs> Just yeah, think about a beautiful little plum. The, f- yeah. the fruit of a plum. I'm a- meagerly anticipating this uh, photo. I, I can't wait to yeah. look at this baby. <laughs> But uh, I do. I will say though, this is the sweet baby. I've just sent the photo to. Okay, the group. all right. Now we Here can we all. Go. Now we can all appreciate the sweet baby. Yeah, I, I I think it's important though that although we might be imagining oh. this specific baby that we are trying to make a lullaby oh, for, very this could un- be for any. 
Yeah. It's a very good baby. <laughs> Hang on. I'm sending what I took so many pictures when uh, the last time I saw him. So I'm just going to send a couple more. Karen's just child. vicariously doing the baby, like the thing where it's like, oh, I've just yeah, met you for the true. first time. Let me show Here you 20 pictures, pictures of my children. Except it's somebody else. It's, it's just my oh, friend's it's baby. Very cute. It's, nice. He's just the cutest. Yeah. So, yeah. Although to Brian's point of this being a lullaby for a baby, but also for anyone else, All I will say things. one tweet that I set aside was from Kristen Reidinger at K10 Reidinger, who tweeted a lullaby, but for people in their twenties. So the idea mm. that this could be that that this is a soothing song for anyone and everyone is yeah. um, definitely on my mind. That is good. At this point, we pro- we probably have like what millions of listeners, so we don't want to like <laughs> yeah. specif- specify it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, we but, want to keep our audience base as wide as possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so making a lullaby for a 20-year-old, as opposed to making a lullaby for a baby, is very different to me because babies, they don't necessarily understand all of your words, but they do understand the tone you're saying it mm-hmm. in, right? Yeah. Like, there's plenty mm-hmm. of psych studies of, like, oh, if you do, like, the little, oh, like, that's going to make a baby feel more soothed. But you could mm-hmm. say any words within that space, and yeah. the baby's not going to know, right? right? Like maybe in tr- once they reach age 20, then mm-hmm. they'll they'll look back and they'll be like, why was I soothed by a song about this specific words? Right. Um, so the words mm-hmm. should also be soothing if it's going to soothe everyone. If it's right. going to soothe everyone. The key difference mm-hmm. between babies and 20-year-olds is the, the ability to to parse meaning out of language, I think. <laughs> yes. And I think we shouldn't forget that. Um, the, yeah. Although, Brian, when you were a child, when you were like seven or six, maybe maybe even like yeah, younger. I think a little but, younger. Maybe a little younger. My our mom would read us chapters of like Harry Potter or big long chapter books out loud to me and well to all of the kids before going to bed on summer nights. That was like how they got us to come in from playing outside. And in the morning, R.I.P. J.K. Rowling. So sad she passed away and has never tweeted in her life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Now that exactly. we no longer think about mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling ever again, correct. But- but in the mornings, whatever book we'd been reading uh, the night before, like in the mornings, we'd talk about the plot points, you know, my older brother and I, and we'd always ask Brian, like, well, what what did you think of this? And Brian would be like, oh, like, I don't really pay attention to the words. I just like how it sounds. That's <laughs> yeah. what he used to say. And it was very sweet that he would just like sort of fall asleep to the sound yeah. of reading. But I also... I think it's important to note that that made both my brother and sister very annoyed when I would fall asleep Aww. listening to my mom read oh, yeah. because they'd be like, Brian, you don't know about the wizard. Whatever. <laughs> How'd you not think about the wizard, Brian? You fall asleep during the important part. And I'd be like, I don't care. I'm just in it for the ride. You know? Also, I feel like to a certain extent, that is the point of like reading books to kids right before going to bed where mm-hmm. it's like you're soothing them. You're soothing them to sleep. That is nice. Like, yeah, I, that was always what happened when my mom would read, would read stuff to me before bed is I would fall asleep and then I would wake up. And then the next night when she was reading to me again, I'd be like, I have no idea where we are currently because <laughs> right, I right, definitely right. slept through the last bit yeah. of what you read to me. You know, to, to that point, maybe, maybe as a late 20s person myself, I do <laughs> think... I don't want to understand the words that are happening in this lullaby. Part of me thinks that that's too much work just, when I'm falling asleep. Just focus asleep. on sounds, right? I just like want to focus on words. the sounds. This is this could be a real like Dadaist yeah. song. I yeah. like that. I think I think having to yeah, there's you know plenty of like <laughs> podcasts now that are built to like make things to fall asleep sure, to. Right. I think there's one that Nick Jonas just reads a baseball book. Yeah, which is very oh funny to gosh. me. I did I once like... try to download the Jeff Bridges sleep app because oh. that seemed like it would really do the trick you yeah. know 
Yeah, but I, I think that's a, an important thing is that personally, I you know, I'd love to listen to Nick Jonas say anything, but the fact <laughs> that it's about baseball makes me know that I can tune it out. Mm-hmm, I don't right. care about baseball. Yes. So this song should be about something that I don't feel that invested in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. The words, yes. they come they come not even second, but maybe like <laughs> fifth in terms of importance in this song. Yeah, that's fair. It's the sound and tone. We're yeah. really going for sound yeah. and tone. Um, Although with that in mind, there are a few other tweets that I did really like. Please. Which at this point may or not, may not get used because I feel like we kind of have the base of what we want to do already yeah. and we're just... Thinking about songs. Anyway, this is a tweet from Sack of Bones at Presumio, which is the moment when the strong lady at the salon shampoos my hair, Mm. which I feel is soothing both for babies and for adults. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is so nice. I know babies do get scared of haircuts always. Haircuts, but not when you like shampoo their hair. Yeah, that is true. The shampooing is definitely a more pleasant experience. Yeah. You have to use the no tears shampoo for a (laughs) good. No tears shampoo. No tears. L'Oreal. Yeah. Right. It's like that mm-hmm. commercial of that kid who gets his face is covered in soap, then he wipes it across his eyes and smiles. That I Whoa. hated that commercial. I was always like, "How is that kid doing that?" It's I would no try. Tears. It's no tears, but and then I would try it in the shower, but I couldn't get. It's a mental oh, no. thing. I couldn't get it yeah. get past yeah. like this is going to hurt if I open my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not, that's the opposite of soothing. We're not talking about, but <laughs> I just wanted to, that's a vivid memory that, I have about that commercial. And the, like the bottles remember. were shaped like fish. The L'Oreal bottles of shampoo were shaped mm-hmm. like fish. Sometimes. Those, I really, I really liked those, but I didn't really get that. I wasn't allowed to really have them because they weren't like great shampoo. And no. all the, but the reason that I wanted them was the fish shape. And yeah. also yeah. they smelled so much like so candy. They did. Much like candy. Uh, it was frighteningly like candy. Really? Yeah, a I Jolly Rancher that. Definitely business, tried yeah. to taste it. Oh. And for definitely sure. was bad. Yeah, um, definitely. But similarly, yeah, the no tears shampoo almost. I, th- I remember as a kid that kind of was a uh, challenge to me, and that I was like, but but can mm-hmm. I? But but like, how much of oh, the no, no tears shampoo can I have in my but, eyes without it being a bad thing? Crying. But it turns out you you could still cry if you try hard enough <laughs> with yeah. the no tears shampoo. Uh, anything that goes in your eyes, I feel, if you try hard enough, it will make you cry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so right now, what we're trying to do is fill out. I, I feel like we want to talk about as many tweets as possible. So that way, as soon as we start to make sense during this song, we're on to a different topic and you've, yeah. you've no longer have to care about what, it. What I was thinking, though, on a v- much more abstract level, I, I, it probably is better to have like complete sentences in this song. Mm-hmm. But what I was thinking is filling them out like, you know, you have a rough sense of what the meter of a line is going to be and just fill that out with random words that are soothing and sound oh. good together. Is that too much? Is that too weird? It kind of, it's a, it's no, a tone poem. No, I don't think poem. that's too weird. A tone poem. You've, we've got a, we're basically, we're just painting a little picture. And when you look at the picture up close, you can't figure out what's going mm-hmm. on. And then when you look at it from far away, you still can't figure out what's going Maybe on. Maybe like haiku style where like it still goes somewhere, but not all the words are present, but you can like piece together the meaning. I like that. I think that's I think that's really good. I think yeah, having little vignettes of images mm-hmm. that just appear yes. and then they disappear. Mm-hmm. They f- they float away and then yes. you don't have to think about them anymore. Yeah. Can I bring up one of uh, a yeah, tweet that I think it. really Please. epitomizes this? Um it's from at Brian W. Shepherd. A warm glass of velvet pants. I saw this one too mm-hmm. and I loved it. I didn't know what it meant, but I loved every part That's, of it. Yeah. I think why I picked it up was that I yeah. was like, the sounds make sense to me. Mm-hmm. The words don't, but the sounds do. Yes, you know? sure. A, yeah. a warm glass of velvet pants. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. such a pleasant mouthfeel just to say. And, and when I imagine the image of it, I can't fully picture it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that no. creative, but I do. I do get the sense of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's was I how I was for most of these tweets is that I chose the ones that I thought were interesting to me. It makes sense if you don't think about it too hard. Yeah, and that's how I want to be for this whole song. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. And to be honest, that's how how I kind of want to be for most of how I've felt this whole year. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's just, I've wanted to I've wanted to, to things to make sense to me without thinking too hard yeah. about. Yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah, we're already thinking too hard about everything else. Yeah. We are. Here's one that I thought was comforting. And when you brought up the idea of a lullaby for 20-somethings, Karen, it made me think, oh, this is mm-hmm. a comforting notion. <laughs> and it's um from at bird underscore robot. And it's, it's all right if you miss your chance to go to Mars. Because it is sort of like, you know, yes, it's of course, aspirationally, it would be amazing to go to Mars. Very lonely. Yeah. Very lonely, mm-hmm. very hard. Technically, very difficult yeah. to get there. And so for much sure. training involved. And for me, honestly, it's probably too late for me to get to Mars, I would have need to, needed to do so much schooling in different areas. Um, but it would be good. I feel like it would be scientifically good. I sometimes yeah. think, should I be have been an astronaut? But you know what? It's Anyway, so reading this on a personal level was comforting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Lumi is yeah. telling me it's okay that I missed my chance mm-hmm. to go to Mars. And I think we got to all sort of make peace with the, the various career paths we didn't take. I also <laughs> did not become an English teacher. <laughs> And it's okay. <laughs> and I didn't become uh, somebody who's that good at driving stick shift. And that's not a career, but that's just something that that's I didn't become. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. And these are all things that I would love a lullaby to be like, hey, uh, it's okay that you uh, are not familiar enough with where the numbers are on the top yeah. row of the keyboard to push them when you type fast <laughs> without looking down at them. That's yeah. something I have recently <laughs> thought I should be better at that than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that good at that. I have to look. It's a self-forgiveness sort of thing. Yeah. The things that you want to really piece, the, the, these, you, you don't need these skills. I also think what's great about this is that I'll, I'm thinking back to a lot of like lullabies of my youth and a lot of them have a lot of stellar imagery in yeah, them. It's things, a lot about space. Yes. It's a lot, about a lot about stars space. and moons. And now that I'm a, an adult and I think about the void of space, it scares the hell out of yeah, me. And so I, I I don't I don't want to go to space anymore. As a, as like a six-year-old, I was like, yeah, I could go to space. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to go to space anymore. Yeah, the more also I watch space movies, like the less appealing space is on a personal level. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. it's all about people who are really lonely and you make one mistake and then you kill everyone everyone on your ship probably and or you're stranded alone for years because it'll take you years to get back and years for anyone to get your sos message and it just seems terrible it's i feel like our lullaby should be very grounded both literally and figuratively and that we we, we're looking up at the stars but we will not we're grounded i watched a video (laughs) this this week uh interestingly enough and i'm not sure if you guys are aware of this the technology for space toilets has really taken a a giant leap just in the past few months this man invented yeah and I need to talk about this because I'm, I have not talked about it with enough other people. And the thing is, um, space toilets used to be, they used to be big, take up a lot of space. And uh, we can't be doing that on a spaceship. And right. also the problem, of course, you can all realize gravity really helps in when you're eliminating waste, right? Without gravity, sure. it's a big mm-hmm. mess. So there's a vacuum involved, a fan involved. Anyway, this guy made a much better and lighter space toilet that people are really excited to use. And it's gonna get it's gonna go up to the international space system or space wow. station. People are I'm really excited to get the feedback. That's huge. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> That's yeah. comforting to me it's comforting. as an adult because I I, I I understand logistically, I'm glad that they're not taking up so much space. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think also as a as a small baby child, I would also find that comforting because anything that makes it easier for me to deal with waste in yeah. general, 
Maybe that's just waste, soothing for the parents that they don't yeah, have to deal with. But waste like, management. I'm thinking about space babies now, and I'm thinking about if I was if I was in space and I had a child that was around, I wouldn't want to have to deal with like diapers and things while mm-hmm. on the, uh, the space station. Maybe these toilets would make things better for me. Yeah, <laughs> you well, know. Yeah, I just wanted to quickly bring it up. <laughs> okay, quickly bring up space toilets. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have that. Uh, I want to. Can I bring us back to a little tone poem tweet yes, real quick? Oh, another one? Good. Um, this comes from at a murder of Skull Collector. I think I have Which the same is not a up. soothing uh, name, but I do love it nonetheless. It's yeah. it's great to have a person who, who brings up a soothing idea with a very intense name. Um, but it's sinking my hand into this bin of beans. I also feel yeah. this one. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's the a good, good, I feel like yeah. beans. The little, the, each little bean passing past your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good, I, th- I think it's more nice to, to stick your hand into a big bean, bin of beans than like sand. Sand is yeah. hard to get into. Mm-hmm. Beans and are th- just enough give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think crucially, we need to note that the beans should be dry. They shouldn't be yeah. cooked. Yes. Um, I would. Cold beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cold, dry beans. Yeah. yeah. The experience of. I don't know, take a big Heinz beans can and stick my hands into that would Bad. be, I feel like that would be a situation that I would only be forced into, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, like me, you would get pranked and then that would happen. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I am wondering in what instance someone would be like, hey, Brian, Brian, I need your help. Please put your hands into this this, bean, <laughs> this can. Well, you and, wouldn't know that it was a can of beans. Yeah, but but, but but what what would I be willing to stick my hands into if someone was like, Brian, you my my cat is stuck in this can. Can you grab it? it and then I stick my hands in. It wouldn't be urgent. It would be like, oh, like you're going through a museum or it's a show and tell thing. It's like, oh, like look what's in this box. Put your hand in and find out. Okay, or, yeah, or also like, let's say you're in the front seat. I don't want to go to that museum. The, so, but they so. have exhibits like that all the time for kids where it's like tactile. Yeah, but I, I just, uh, I would hate to be be pranked in a prank museum with a big thing of beans. That sounds museum. terrible. Oh, I'm, That's why it's bad. You're right. <laughs> Laura, continue. Please pull us out of this bin museum. Oh, I, no, a prank museum is a is a great premise for something else. I love prank museum. Um, <laughs> an, here's another uh, just tone poem a contribution mm-hmm. from at bear like beard, smoothing the bump out of the rug and it stays out this time. Yeah, that's, that's a nice. That's a good feeling. Sort of flattening it out and it doesn't re wrinkle. Yeah. That's that, good. That's a good, good feeling. When we, we when we purchased a rug recently, mm-hmm. there it was a little bit curly for the first mm-hmm. few days, and mm-hmm. I put a bunch of weights on it, and I was like, you know what, I'll have to just accept if it does not get uncurly. But then mm-hmm. when I did take those weights off, like three days later, I was like, this is the best feeling I've ever had. It and it did have, flat. there was a moment that I was like, I'm old now? I think I'm old now because I've just gotten so happy about this rug yeah. staying down on the ground. Yeah. But I still, I mean, it's still, it's look, still a good feeling. Yeah. It doesn't invalidate that. Yeah. yeah. For no, sure. Yeah. I will say all the other tweets that I pulled up, I sort of tried to, I, this is, I always try to sort of put them in groups of theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are not really tone poems so much as um, they have pretty concrete ideas. I'll just yeah. go through them. One is from Lizzie at wise Uh, which is seeing the ocean after months away from the coast, 
parenthetical, just knowing the ocean is still there. And the part of that that is important to me is just knowing the ocean is still mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about object permanence, which babies don't have. They don't. They don't. But maybe they would feel soothed if they did. Yeah. It's like they cry when something gets taken away because it's just gone. Yeah. But if you knew it was still there, maybe you wouldn't cry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, in terms of like, now obviously this is a lullaby. Sometimes lullabies don't have choruses, but just as a chorus, we can remind oh, the listener the yeah. ocean is still, still there. there. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a reminder, if you don't have object permanence, that's really important. But if you're an mm-hmm. old adult it's like me, nice. it's still nice to know the ocean to is remember, still there. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other three tweets that I have are all sort of water themed. Uh, one is from Allie if, at Allie Likes Frogs, which is floating peacefully on your back in a lake and letting the water wash over you, which mm. I feel like is of a kind with the strong lady at the salon shampooing your hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is where it's like someone else is taking care of you in this water. You know that that's what I'm into. Yeah. You know that that's the soothing. The most it. soothing for, is uh, <laughs> just a huge strong woman yeah, just it's true. D- washing my hair. My mm-hmm. big strong mom. <laughs> Um, the other one is from Ariadne Pena at Arcane Orchid, uh, which is wintergreen waves, parenthetical, a slightly minty ocean lapping on a chocolate graham cracker beach. Uh, Because you know, Mm. we love those sweets. And then Mm -hmm. from Pumpkin Friend at Lost Weaver, just creek sounds, which I think I thought was funny because it made me think of the Beach Boys uh, pet sounds just as an album title. (laughs) Yeah. Creek sounds is nice. Creek as in like Like a a bird water. Yes. Yeah. Not like arthritic sounds. Yeah. Anyway, those are my tweets. <laughs> those are. I think that's good. I think we're slowly filling out all of the the images that we need. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's important. So obviously, babies they don't care. They don't care about what I say, regardless. Not too much. Um, but uh, an adult listening to this might be taken aback originally with the confusingness of the tone poem. So we should oh. put in one or two disclaimer things, which which are just like, hey. Just don't, just don't worry about these words. All right. Should it yeah. be like at the beginning where it's like we're gonna go on a journey together and just trust us no matter That's where nice. it goes. We're gonna, we're the strong lady who we is shampooing your hair. Yeah. Sort of tune out, tune out to the words and tune into to to where you are. Yeah. You know, like and tune in emotionally. That's tune good. in emotionally. Maybe, well, maybe also, I think what would be good is to have one disclaimer at the beginning for the mm-hmm. adults listening. Like, mm-hmm. hey tune out enjoy and then mm-hmm. one disclaimer at the end for the the, the people who are babies right now mm-hmm. so that way when they get to age 15 or so once they finally start understanding words at, at age 15, 15 yeah yeah when so yeah. they've they've gotten to that point yeah. they're <laughs> middle teens and now they understand yeah. words and at that point you can we can have a thing that's like hey i know that you are looking back at this song from your childhood and you're confused by mm, it right but don't worry about it it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to have go to Mars, and it's okay to not understand the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are I all I think very soothing ideas. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I I do have one last laid on us. Um, mm-hmm. Was it where? Oh, oh, where did I put it? Um, well, this one wasn't the one I was going to say, but I'm going to say it now. Um, <laughs> at Gila Sketch Cat says, "A milky breeze." Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I saw that too and I loved it. Reminds yeah. me of Milkis, the drink. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do about? know Milkis. I do know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But Milkis, yeah. the taste of Milkis. Is good. Is It's good. But it does taste like liquefied Skittles, which is less oh, interesting. To me. Okay. It always just tasted like carbonated Yakult to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, which is I guess, what it is. Yeah. That makes sense. For me, the first time I was experiencing it was yeah. was pre Yakult for me. So That makes sense. I, I thought, this is just Skittles. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I th- I think a milky breeze is nice, and it, mm-hmm. I think it kind of fits into the same thing of an object that isn't the correct 
state of matter mm-hmm. being put mm-hmm. into a different state of matter, like a velvet velvet pants being in a cup mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. a milk being a breeze. Yeah. Um, I think it, that sort of confusion is nice to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 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 all I wanted to say. Yeah, all right. I'm into that. Laura, do you Absolutely. have any more? Um, from at behind gold, um, th- I like the it's this person says a special band aid that doesn't hurt when it's ripped off, um, and also no. says facetiming someone but not talking, just being together. Um, and I like oh. both of those. I like special band aid that doesn't hurt when it's ripped off because that was a huge source of stress for me as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man you know, the difficulty of being injured is not over now that I have the ointment and the Band-Aid on. Now I have to dread the moment when it's healed enough and I have to take this off. So a special Band-Aid that doesn't hurt when it's ripped off is very comforting to me. That could be a nice Mm -hmm. tone poem image. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think we've, we've got a good, a good collection of, of tidbits here. Yeah. I feel very, very confident about this one. I think Mm -hmm. we've got plenty of stuff to work with and I'm just 100% certain that both David's child and David uh, and oh. every mm-hmm. other David that's listening to this podcast. I mean, in fairness, I do know another David who is about to have a baby. So two <gasps> Davids and two babies of Davids. Mm-hmm. And also, again, the, what, hundreds of thousands of Davids that listen <laughs> to this podcast. Statistically, um, yeah. That that we're our demographic is mostly David, mm-hmm. and we're we're, we're David centric. We're David centric podcast. podcast, and we make lullabies for Davids, and that's just how our podcast is from here on out. I'm so ready to go into the studio and have Jonah build us a beautiful tone poem. It's perfectly fine that 
we're not up on Mars The ocean is still there You may reflect now that you're 15 On all of these words and what they may mean But don't think too hard, there's nothing to glean The ocean is still Soothe them right to sleep. Oh, oh. So, oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I, I, I had a little a little snooze just because I was so soothed. I feel so rejuvenated <laughs> now. I'm oh, I'm happy beautiful. to be back talking about things at the end of this podcast. <laughs> We've written the 2020 version of that one classical lullaby. I've completely blanked on who it's by and what it's called. That's you know, but everyone will know what I'm talking. Everyone about. will know what you're talking about, and if they don't, we have gotten to the point right now where we are so chill. Jo- Jonah from from his producer says uh, Brahms, I think. And again, if, right now, who we're not putting too much thought into it. We're all enjoying our time. We're soothed, and <laughs> we're thinking potentially about Brahms, but it doesn't matter if it's not Brahms. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Karen is is checking it. Karen, you just keep looking that up. And yep. while while Karen's double checking whether or not we are calling out Brahms or not, I will remind you that if you'd like to help suggest some titles for songs or just themes for songs, you can follow us on our Twitter, which is at Let's Make a Music. Um, every other week. We put out a call for suggestions, and then we use those suggestions to make a music. Uh, and so far, we've gotten just some really wonderful, wonderful suggestions. Y'all are, are great for this, so thank you. If you would like to uh, support us, you could go to letsmakeamusic.bandcamp.com. We have all of the past songs from previous episodes that you could um, purchase. And this this song will be song number four, which means we're getting very close to releasing um, an EP. And when that happens, you could purchase th- those songs and that would support us and we would be just delighted. And also our website is letsmakeamusic.com if you want to check us out there. Uh, and if you enjoy listening to the podcast, um, please do feel free to rate and review us uh, with oh so nice reviews on the podcast listening service of your choice. Also, it is uh, Johannes Brahms' uh, Vegan Lead that is the lullaby that I was thinking of that everybody knows. Um, also, you can find if you like uh, just listening to us and want to know more about what we're doing, you can find me on Twitter at Karen Y. Han. Um, Brian, where can we find you online? You can find me on my YouTube if you just search up Brian David Gilbert or uh, everywhere if you just search up Brian David Gilbert. Uh, and Laura, where should we look for you? Um, on Instagram at, at LK Gilbert. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm going to go take a little quick snooze. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not a bit. I am very tired. It's, <laughs> it's early in the morning and I do want to take a little nap. So I'm going to go do that and I'm going to listen to the song while I do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.